Guys, welcome to the Pure Progress Lifestyle, where the only thing that matters is progress. Today is a uh, anomaly. We're having a conversation with another Brett, so it's Brett on Brett here. But I am joined today with Brett Johnson. Brett, you're not just a fitness coach. You actually help people get their lives back. Um, yeah, anything. I know you're a former military, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. What uh, What branch? I was in the army. Hmm. How many years did you? I just did one enlistment. So I think it, the contract was like three or three and a half years. So I just did one enlistment. Hmm. What, uh, what makes you want to join the army? Uh, when I was younger, I mean, I always knew that I always wanted to join the military. Like I, I never really cared about school. Uh, matter mm-hmm. of fact, I despised of it. <laughs> Right. Um, like a majority of most people, they just never liked it. I mean, I was, it, school was easy for me, I guess, to a certain degree, but I just really never applied myself to a point to where I was like, yeah, I'm going to go do college. I'm like, yeah, no, screw that, you know? For sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But um, no, I actually um, had a uh, cousin who had a, ended up passing away in 2012, but uh, he was like one of my best friends. He was in the army and uh, I looked up to him as like a, as a, modeled person who I want, wanted to be like. And, uh, I, I think when I was in eighth grade, um, I remember we were talking on the phone and I just remember making a promise to him that I would join the military. And, uh, he had told me, he was like, yeah, it's like, as long as, long as you just don't join the army. And uh, he kind of oh, did God. say that jokingly. <laughs> and lo and behold, I ended up joining and originally was joining, going to join the Navy. And, um, it just didn't work out or whatever. And just things happened. And then, uh, I ended up joining the army. <laughs> so yeah. it was kind of ironic, but, um, but yeah, man, I mean, that, that promise that I made him, well, I, w- I meant every bit of it. And, um, I didn't just do it just because I wanted to keep my word. I wanted to do it because I wanted to do it. And mm-hmm. so ever since then, every promise or any other thing I've ever made, either big or small to anybody else, I've always, done my absolute best to keep it because I'm a man of my word. And, and, uh, I think, uh, that's something that everybody should hold themselves to. Mm. What, uh, what are some of the like benefits? Cause it's easier said than done. Like, you know, just keep your word to everything. But what, what are the benefits that, uh, you have found just in yourself when you keep your word to every single thing that you say that you're going to do, no matter like who it is, like a stranger or to yourself, you just, it just I think, I think really, I mean, it kind of depends on the person, but I think it, it happens over time, the, the more and more you do it. And, and it doesn't have to be something big. It can be just small little things throughout the day. Like I'm going to go work out or something small, you know, and uh, it's just those little wins that you keep stacking and stacking and stacking um, on yourself. And throughout the course of time and, and compounding those small wins, they eventually will turn out to a, a very big win in your life. And it could be anything. It could be, you know, getting that, that job you've always wanted or that relationship or, or, or whatever the case may be. But for me personally, um, it just strengthened my character and it just, it just gave, it just gave me a sense of like a true purpose and really 
an understanding of, you know, how powerful it is to be able to continuously keep your word on, especially on days on certain situations where it might be incredibly difficult. And I can't say that I'm obviously I'm, I'm, I'm far from perfect. And there are things that I've, I haven't, you know, um, uh, kept and not, not purposely, but it just, you know, it's life. And I, and as I grew older and, and more matured more, uh, I learned more. And so I always take my past failures and just take what I can from them from the best. And I learn from them and I just make sure I don't make the same mistake twice. Mm. And that part is hard enough as it is because, yeah, you know, once sure. you make that a mistake in general, it, um, it might, make it a little bit easier to almost make it again because you know exactly how you did it the first time. And I think the really the best thing, the best lesson I've ever learned is really learning from other people's mistakes. So, mm. so when other people hold their word on towards something or how they speak to somebody or how they treat someone, whether it's relationship based or, um, you know, you're on, you're growing up and you're in a high school kid or whatever, and you're, you're playing football, or you're wrestling or something like that. And, you know, your coach tells you something or, or, or something that just like just stays with you for, for years. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I think there's always certain situations in everyone's life, uh, especially for my life that, you know, the small little things that, that someone said to you, no matter if you're, you know, grade school or high school or college has always stuck with you. And it's really the base, the, how I deal with it is I just, I take what's best from it and I learn what not to do. Um, and I think that in itself has really given me, um, an understanding of people and just knowing that not everyone's going to be the same and not everyone's going to do what you do. And I had to understand that at a very young age. And so I just managed to keep that as a, you know, a standard for myself. Um, and it's a standard that is very hard to maintain and keep because it is easy to fall off track with that. And not having someone hold you accountable for that, you know, mm -hmm. it, it makes it a little bit difficult. But since I've been pretty much alone for most of my life, I, um, my adult life, I should say, um, I've just been able to do it enough to where I've been so independent that, you know what I mean? I don't really need to have somebody remind me. It's just something I've done constantly. Like how I said in the beginning that, you know, you just, once you do something so many times and it becomes a habit, when I mean by habits, I mean, for me, it was a good habit of doing that. It led me to where I am in today and, and it's kind of shaped me as who I am as a person, as a man and, and whatnot. So, yeah, it is, it is fascinating. You know, everybody's looking for the one thing that they can um, differentiate themselves from everybody else or every niche. And that's the one thing that you, people can just take and do right now. If you can hold yourself to every th single thing that you say you're going to do, it's amazing how, like right there, no matter if like you're failing in finances, you're failing with your relationships, you're failing with your job, the one thing you can always fall back on to boost your confidence right back up is, hey, I am that motherfucker that holds my word to everything. And then from there, you can just, you start seeing like paths in your way to get to where you need to go. So it's it's fucking amazing how that shit works. Yeah, man. And, and it's not easy. No. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here behind the camera and say it's oh, easy no. or it's been easy. You know, it's been incredibly difficult, but I think just knowing that, uh, what I am doing, at least how I see it is doing the right thing and always doing the right thing. 
as to the best of your ability. And like I said earlier, I, I'm not fucking perfect. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we all say and do stupid shit throughout our life. And it's really about what you've, what you learn from it. You know, it, it's like, uh, you know, if you, if you fail multiple times or if you, if you do something once and you fail again, do you, are you able to, um, did you learn something from it? If not, and you do it again, you say make the same mistake twice and you didn't learn, you didn't learn anything from it. Then I mean, you just, you're not, you're not understanding that you're continuously making the same problem or in the same, same situation. And, and so really it just kind of comes down to what kind of person you want to be. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's, it's your life and it's not anybody else's. And you might have people in your life that are going to judge you for literally every little thing. And you're going to have to pick and choose and what's going to let, um, allow or affect you in any way. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know the journey or whatever you want to call it. It's never easy. Anything that you set out to do that's, you know, better than the stage that you're at right now, it's always going to be difficult. But that's where the, you know, that's where the beautiful thing lies is no matter how many times you get frustrated, no how, how many times you get knocked down, you still like, there's still like a beauty, like poetry in it. You just get back up and you learn and you just keep going. And no, it's not fucking easy because there's always times, especially when you hold yourself to everything. Like, it doesn't matter. It could be like 10 at night. All you want to do is go to bed, but you forgot something in the car that you had to do. Like, maybe you had to read a page, one last page, and you're about to go to bed. And you have that conversation with yourself. You're like, fuck, man, why do I keep doing this? I just want to go to bed. But then you're like, all right, just got to go out and do it. Get out and do it. You feel better that you did it. But no, it's always times like that. It's always those little things that, you know, will get you. But when you overcome it, it makes you that much more powerful. So what, what, you know, there's a difference between being, you know, a fitness coach, but you actually help people get their lives back. How do you, how do you go about that? You know, well, for one, I'll say fitness is a very good foundation to be able to have all the other things you want in your life. It all comes down to your physical fitness. And the reason why I say that is because you know, there's a lot of uh, people that I've met throughout my life that have made a lot of money and done very well for themselves, but they never took care of themselves physically. Mm-hmm. And so they always lacked in one thing, right? Well, if you can master one and you can be able to implement the things that you've learned and gained from it and implement those into your life, your business, your family, your relationships, um, then you will be able to live that, you know, 2.0 or 10.0 you um, and be able to actually be completely in control of your life. And I think that's the one of the most things that people have issues with is just being able to control, um, their, their emotions and be able to control their, their actions throughout every single day. And, you know, as far as like what I, what I teach is, you know, I help them. I first, I develop them with a plan, you know, a fitness plan, a daily schedule that fits within their routine, no matter if there's someone that, travels or if they're a stay at home mom or dad, or if they're somebody that just needs to lose weight or whatever the case is, you know, it's all tailored to them specifically and it just fits within their schedule and uh, whether they have a home gym or not, that kind of sort of thing. And that's, that's one of the really big structures part of it. And then I give them a set amount of macros and I want to be able to get them to where they're, um, 
more so on a, uh, a scale of losing that, that, that weight and that, that fat that they have that they're so desperately wanting to get rid of. And, um, on the other side of it, I also teach them a mindset and be able to have more discipline. And I just really educate them on being able to really, like I said earlier, like being able to control their, their emotions and, um, you know, they're in character building really. Cause, uh, you know, you can have all the things in life, but if you're, if you're a piece of shit, you will be a piece of shit. Like, you know, people will see the, the world as is not as it is, it is as you are. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you continuously, um, you know, treat people like shit, even though you might have other things in your life that are going good, your finances, maybe, maybe your relationship might be okay, but you, your, um, your employees or, or whoever it is you have else in your life that you're not treating fairly um will definitely put an effect on you and and put a lot of stress on you too so um but yeah the the main foundation i really set up my clients is really the fitness portion of it i get their mind right i get their health back and ultimately with all those things that you know i i just said as they progress through the program they will be able to gain more clarity they'll be able to have more focus They'll be able to actually start seeing results and they'll start just to feel better. I mean, there, there's no better thing than to actually physically see not only a change when you look yourself in the mirror naked, but like when you actually start to like, instead of having such a narrow mind vision on life, you start to actually see things for what they really are and you start to see all the progress that you've made because you are putting in the work, right? You know, I give out, I give everything that they need to be able to accomplish whatever goal they are wanting to, or wanting to get in their life. Mm -hmm. And it's up to them to put in the fucking work, right? I will take about 90% of the guesswork out of their stuff, you know, because it does take me a little bit to get the program set in place a couple days, but once, once I, I give that over to them and I, you know, they'll always have contact with me, obviously 24 seven contact through a training app, but, um, and then weekly calls and such. And it's kind of going over, you know, what needs to change, whether it's their programming, you know, something maybe if they hurt themselves or, you know, uh, their nutrition needs to get checked out, um, that sort of thing. And so it's just really, um, based off of kind of where they are. And I think, I think so many people try to, especially when they don't go out and work out, haven't worked out in a, in a really long time and they go out and they see someone else in the gym that's, you know, two years ahead of where they are, you know, in their, in their journey of it, they try to go and match their energy. Well, that's the worst thing you could do because you'll end up hurting yourself and end up putting yourself, you know, further back to where your goals are. And so it's, it just, it's really big ego thing and it's just mm-hmm. being able to like not give a shit what other people think. Right. Because we've all started from somewhere. I did not start from where I'm at today. <laughs> like, yeah. like no one, no one has. Right. It just means that I've, I just have that person has more structured, more discipline and, um, than, than, than you. And so, right. um, that is obviously a skill, right. Um, you know, having a, having the mindset, the, the, the discipline and the, and the motivation, it, they're both skills and they're both are perishable if you did not continuously work on them. So, mm-hmm. um, I think another thing that other people have issues with, especially when they go do a, you know, a small program, they just do the complete the program and they go right back to their bullshit. 
Well, see, that's why when I say, and especially what's in my bio is, you know, to get their lives back. It's because it's a lifestyle change. It's not a, just a program and, oh, hey, here's a, here's a gold sticker. You completed 90 days, six months or a year or whatever of the program and you changed your life. And no, it's like, you're going to be able to take that and implement all the things you've learned and everything else in your life and be able to pass it along to other people. Because when, especially for those that are really big family oriented or if they have family themselves or if they're married or whatnot, and they have people close to them and they see them change. And there's always people that are going to talk shit. There are always going to be people that are talking negative towards you because they don't like seeing where you're going because they're not unwilling to put in the work. Right. Well, the thing is that the funniest thing about it is that when you start to change and you start to change your actions, your vices, your habits and start changing them into good things, positive things that are actually you know, putting your, your, your life in a positive trajectory of success, no matter which space you choose, um, those people will either, they will follow suit or they will continuously be the same individual like they were or have been. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the other biggest struggles is that once, you know, you start on this journey of, um, being the best version of you, and you want so desperately to have the people close to you do the same, but yet they're unwilling to do the work. And that puts a lot of stress on them because they care, right? Because they see the change, they see the effects of themselves, and they want the same for other people. Well, the thing is, is like, you know, the old saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And, you know, the, there's a lot of truth to that, too, because as much as you want something for somebody else, if they're not willing to do it, it like I can, I can work with literally anybody, but if they aren't willing to put in the fucking work and the everyday work that I do, because I have to put in the work too. Like there's no way in hell I'm going to be a, a, you know, someone of a, a coach or any sort of the kind, if I'm not following suit, if I'm not leading by example. And so, you know, if they don't want to put in the work and do it, then there's literally nothing we can, I can do. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll do, I'll literally give them everything, but if they're not willing to put in the work, then they just don't see their their self belief, and that means they just have a belief issue, and they have a application issue, you know. And that's why you know people think that you know they get a free sample or, or something for free, and that they're going to do it. Well, no one takes anything uh, you know seriously if you do it for free or do it for you know just a you know a free trial. You know what I mean? You're not going to take it as seriously if you actually put real money into it. You know what I mean? And so, um, but yeah, that's. That's really kind of like the the whole scope of it, really, and, and it goes more in depth too, just depending on the type of person it is and who, who uh, what it is that they they are looking to, to get. But all in all, everyone is looking to be and find their path and their purpose in life, and it all starts with your physical fitness. Like it, it will always lead back to your physical fitness because if you're not physically fit. And if you're not actually operating at the highest level possible, you're never going to be able to operate the highest level possible in anything else in life. So, mm. so with that, you know, getting into that kind of field, you know, obviously you have your own struggles. Like for me, Jesus, biggest one was alcohol growing up. Like for most of my adulthood, just alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. And it's easier like to get people to, you know, coach them through that because I know what's been there but what are some of the things that you've struggled with you know because you don't become like 
you know, help people get their lives back unless you've been through the trial, you've been through the fire, you know right. exactly what they're going through. Yeah, man. Uh, man. Uh, the, one of the biggest things is my self belief, man. Like I fucking never believed in myself. Mm. Like I, I have had so many people come and tell me like, man, I fucking believe in you. And, uh, like and that was like in the past, like several years. Right. But for most of my life, and yeah, you have family that tell you, right. But like, if they're not leading by example, by good habits, them telling you that they believe in you yet they're doing stupid shit or they're, you know, being fat and they're just not doing, they're not setting a good example. That's really not giving, you know, you as, you know, a child growing up a good representation of how you should be. Right. And so, um, one of the other biggest struggles really is my self-belief and my confidence in myself thinking that I'd be able to accomplish really anything. And so that really um, just prohibited me so much in, throughout, you know, going through high school. And then as far as, far as like relationship basis too, like I've only ever dated once in my life and that was Oh shit, that was actually 10 years ago. That was when I was in high school. So mm-hmm. it's been a minute, but, um, you know, that, that's one thing for sure. And then, uh, you know, as far as like alcohol or drugs or anything, I've never done any drug or anything like that. But, um, in the military, you know, that's all we fucking did, dude, was just drink. And, um, I've, I'm the type of person that I'm either all the way in or all the way out. And so when I drank, I drank to, right. you know, to get drunk and, I did that for quite some time, man, probably a couple of years. And, uh, you know, I was always in that like kind of mindset of like, oh, you know, I'm young. I'm not, my metabolism's so high. Like it's going to go right through me in the morning. I'll be good to go. Well, the thing is, is that is every time I fucking woke up, man, I hated my life. Yeah. I absolutely hated the way I felt. I hated the way I looked, how I represented myself, how I, when I put on my uniform, I looked like fucking shit. Um, I didn't, um, it's, it's, I thought of myself just being, you know, just a, a low level fucking dude that thinks it's, I'm operating at a high level when I'm fucking not. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I just never enjoyed it. I just never fully invested in like doing the whole like, oh, hey, let's go out and drink kind of, let's go do, let's go to the bar and stuff. I just never enjoyed that stuff, man. It just wasn't ever me. And I think part of the reason is why I was like growing up, I was so sheltered to where like, I never went out and did like the partying. I never went out and did like, you know, like the, the, the crazy things that you know, most of our friends go and do, you hear stories of sneaking out of the house, you know, you know, just, just doing stupid, stupid kid things. Like I never, I never even had a chance to really go and do that stuff. And I'm not think I'm not saying that, like me, like blaming that. I'm like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. I have plenty of time to, to do other experiences, but it's like at the same time, it's like, I've learned so much of like what other people, um, what their actions are based off of those situations. And I kind of just like analyze them in my head. I'm just like, well, that was really fucking stupid. I'm not going to go do that. So I just don't go and do it. And so then that kind of gives me that kind of, takes the urge away of me going and wanting and doing it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but the other one of the things that I've struggled with in the past, like probably almost year, year and a half or so is um, a really close friend of mine I was in the army with. He had uh, ended up taking his life um, uh, May 21st of 2022. And so that, that day, that specific day was a day that 
um, what was the best thing that ever happened to me, but also the worst thing too. Mm. Um, and I say that with saying this is like, you know, some people that um, might hear, hear me say that they think that's like, I'm pretty shallow of saying that, but really honestly, that was the thing that was the wake up call I needed, Yeah, you know? And um, as much as like it hurt and it always fucking will. Right. Because it's like, I've, I've experienced death and stuff, but like never someone that's a friend that like, you know, took his own life and stuff like that, you know, other experiences are different, but that one, I just kind of like, it really like crushed me. And for, I would say like a three weeks or about a month, like I just never, I never like processed it fully. And so I just kind of went on, you know, about business and then, you know, it just fucking hit me like a ton of bricks and man, I just like spiraled like, I wouldn't say completely out of control. Like the, 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 one of the things I have to like remember and have to like pride myself on is I didn't fucking drink once. I didn't take one sip of alcohol for it. Uh, I didn't, I didn't go to the bar. I didn't go to the liquor store and just buy a bunch of, um, you know, uh, liquor or beer and just feel sorry for my fucking self. Right. And that was one of the decisions that I had to make. And I, once I knew that I had to make that decision, it's either going to be, I'm going to go do this or I'm fucking not. Mm -hmm. And so instead of me doing that, I just went to the gym. That's mm -hmm. all I did. And so in, in a lot of ways, the gym really kind of saved me from going, you know, down a path that who knows how long I would be there for. Right. I could be there for a couple of weeks, a couple of days, a couple of years. Um, you know, but that part really doesn't matter. What really matters is the choice that I decided to make. And so. Um, you know, going to the, the gym, you know, I was obviously fucking devastated. I was, I was, uh, I, I was fucking sad. I was fucking depressed. And then anger came through all the waves of emotion came through it. And, uh, there's, I mean, I didn't fucking sleep for, I don't know how long and I just couldn't ever, I couldn't settle down. And my brain was just always going hundred miles an hour. And I just never felt that like, I was going to like just be able to get a, a, a decent night of sleep. And I think the most important thing that I kind of took from that, that I still kind of do since then is just me having that control over my actions and my thoughts. Mm. Now, granted I did go into like some dark places in my mind. Right. But I never acted on those sorts of things. I just, I, I chose to, to live for for him rather than choose to live a life of um pity and, and i'm fucking sorry for myself and that type of life that you know unfortunately uh the veteran community tends to go towards and it, there's no there's really no pointing fingers there it's more so just the fact of it's just the truth mm. you know it, it just, it's so easy for them to do that because it was so normalized when we're in that just a fucking regular thing. It's just like regular Tuesday, you know, regular Tuesday night, right. the same shit we do. Right. And it was never really, um, you know, brought to us as far as like, Hey, you know, this, you shouldn't be fucking doing that. Like, what are you fucking guys doing? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when that happened, I just, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't make very good financial decisions. I didn't fucking do, I didn't do a lot of things fucking right, to be honest with you, right. man. I, I, I did obviously go to the gym seven days a week, 
but I ate like shit, you know. Um, I still didn't drink, but I just ate whatever I wanted. And uh, I that's just how I coped with it. I just fucking ate food, good food that I felt that was comfort food. My go-to is ice cream and pizza. Mm. I'd fucking eat that several times a week. And uh, I never thought that that would be an issue, right, until, you know, later on where I just woke up one day and I looked myself in the mirror. I'm just like, what the fuck, Brett? Like, dude, what are you doing? And, you know, obviously I was alone. And so like no one, and, and when I say this is like, no one knew that I was going through that. Like I never told anybody about it. Right. I never shared it. You know, um, I never told my dad, I never told some, I told two people and they're my really good friends of mine that I think of that are older brothers to me. They're mentors of mine. That, uh, that I told. And uh, other than that, man, I didn't, I never told anybody because it's like at the same time, I was also, I just didn't want to hear the, hey, I'm sorry, the, the, right. the, the typical like self pity victimization shit. And I just like, I'm not a fucking victim of it. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, how, how could I ever, you know, feel <laughs> trying to think the proper way to say this, but like, you know, how could I ever, you know, feel sorry for my fucking self when, when his fucking mother just lost his son. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how, how could I ever measure up to the amount of pain she's feeling? Right. And right. so it's like that every time that I like started to like make changes and like negative thoughts and stuff, right. I just thought about her mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just like, I'm like, I can't do that because it's not fair. Right. And obviously nothing in life is fair. But it's not fair for, for me to act this, this certain way. It's not fair for me to, you know, uh, to put myself at the same level as her when I'm, I'm fucking not even close. Right. And obviously, yeah, there's, there's points in there where I got to give myself a little bit of grace and, and, and give myself a little bit of benefit of the doubt. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, I'm not going to be that same fucking, I'm not going to be a normalized fucking person that just like the typical, um, norm of what most people do when they find out that news, right? And uh, I think the best the best thing that I could ever do is just be the absolute best person I could be, and uh, and just fucking uh, figure out what it is that I need to do to better myself. And uh, you know, obviously, physical fitness was, has always been a kind of a part of my life throughout my life, and but I just never took it as seriously up until that point because I never was really yeah, I was, I was fit, whatever, right? But, like, I didn't look good. And I just didn't give a shit about, like, what I looked. I just knew that I could be able to do this workout. I could do this other thing. And then um, uh, CrossFit was a big was a big um, thing of mine that I really enjoyed just because it's, like, those, those short, intense workouts where it just kicks your ass. And it just, like, you know, almost for me anyway, it was wanting me to – is leading me for more. I wanted just to always do more. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, man, that, that, uh, that kind of was like the biggest thing that I, um, kind of really struggled with. I didn't really know how to like process it and deal with it. And obviously, you know, if other friends of mine have lost other friends to the same, um, situation. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like a, almost like a, you want to talk about it, but you don't. And yeah. so it's just like one of those things where it's just like you almost talking code to where it's just like, yeah, I know what you're feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. Like, yeah, I know. And then it just like kind of breaks into the silence of just like, 
fucking self pity and shit. And I just, I just never enjoyed feeling like that. And I, and I don't, you know, point any fingers to anybody that has gone through that and that is still dealing with it or grieving with it. Right. But it's just like, you have this opportunity of life and the sun rises, the sun sets every single day. Everyone is going to fucking die one day. And, uh, you know, although my friend Ben is fucking no longer here and, uh, there's nothing I could fucking do, not a prayer and a wish, nothing I can do to have him come back here. Right. But there is one thing I can do is the one thing I can do is fucking be the best version of myself, being able to fucking help other people, um, prevent from doing the same thing that he made. And I can't be mad at him for doing that because, you know, those are the decisions that he made and there's nothing I can, there's no, there's nothing I can say or do about it. Right. And so I just like, I take it for what it is and as shitty as it is a process and how painful it always constantly is. Cause it, it never, it's never going to get like, like back to fucking normal. Right. It's right. always going to fucking suck. I have my fucking days where I just fucking, I, I fucking cry and, uh, you know, I have hard days. Right. But it's like those hard days, those test days that pop up randomly, right? Because that's what a point of a test day is. They're supposed to, they come and go as they please. And it's about how you deal with it, how you process it, right? Like if you, if it, that anniversary comes up of someone's death or, or whatever the case is of someone's situation, you know, are you going to go to the bar? Or are you going to go drink, you know, do a toast for that person? Or are you going to keep fucking crushing life and actually um, going and changing your life to where, you're never going to have to have, have to worry about, uh, you know, living in that self hatred and that self, um, that, 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 that belief system, that, that negative self talk that you continuously have for yourself. And I think, uh, that was one of the biggest things that just the way I looked at it, I just looked at it from a 30,000 foot view and I just kind of, you know, took it for what it was and I'm not fucking like perfect or I have, I don't have a down to a fucking science by any means. It's just like, I just, I look at a problem. I know there's a solution and it's up to me to, to find it because no matter what, no matter who I talk to, it doesn't matter. Like it's up to me to find the solution, right? They can suggest certain things that you should do, but it's up to me to actually do it. And, you know, I just come up with things in my head that I think that are the best avenue approach to test, to, to deal with those things. And sometimes, dude, the best thing is to just fucking cry. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. the best thing is to, is just to feel the emotion that you're getting, right? Mm. Because for a long time, I just never showed it, right? Especially in the military, um, you know, when you have issues or problems or death or PTSD or fucking whatever else it could be, you can just name a whole shitload of list of stuff a divorce, whatever it is, they, they just tell you, you know, I don't know how it is now, but like, especially for when I was in, you know, you have fucking issues, just take it, ball it up, just fucking shove it down and fucking leave it there and deal with it later. And that was like the whole programming thing of like the normal, that was normal. And mm-hmm. so that was, that's why so many people, when they, when they get out, they, they lose that, that, that structure and they lose that self-control and they just don't know how to process shit because they were never fucking given the chance to, right? And then obviously everyone's told that, you know, you're, oh, hey, go talk to the counselor or whatever, whoever the fuck, and, and go talk to them about it. Well, no one's going to go fucking talk to them, right? right? Because it's, you're not forced to, but it's, it's advised 
to go do so, right? But no one's going to go fucking do it because once someone fucking goes and does it and they come back, the other some other motherfucker is going to fucking give them shit or, or talk shit or whatever else the case may be, the ego train, whatever you want to call it. And majority of the time, it's going to be somebody that's fucking been in, been in there for a minute that's as of a rank, of a certain rank, that's fucking giving them shit for it. And, um, you know, when really they are the ones that are having the even worse of an issue because they've been in longer, they've experienced more, and mm. they've lost more, right? And so they're just projecting off of what they've been told. And so this continuous cycle of just fucking, no, we'll just do the fucking normal thing. It's like, no. It's like there's obviously a fucking problem and no one's wanting to fucking pick up and do the and find a solution for it. And and to bring this all the way back to being able to being physically fit is how incredibly important it is because dude, you have I have so much fucking clarity. Like I I I see everything in life, right? When you're when you're so focused with like having those vices and you and you drink and you fucking smoke cigarettes and dip tobacco, which I've done all of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I've been a fucking, I, I'm, I'm, I am not shy from that. Okay. I, I have done all of those things and not a single one of those things served me for anything. I just did it because it was there. That's simple. Like that, that was, there's no other reason for it. I just did it just because, and it, it didn't help me in any way. I, I felt like shit because when I fucking drank, I was worthless for the next fucking day. Like my hangovers, for whatever reason, my body just wouldn't process alcohol as as fast as the majority of people. So I feel like shit. Uh, smoking cigarettes, I hated the smell and the taste of it. Um, my breath would fucking stink. Um, I just didn't like it at all. Um, dipping tobacco, I did for years, and I did it just to um, for something to do, you know, because I was bored. And those, those, those things, you know, are, are so common, especially for the military and civilian life, you know, first responders and that sort of thing. Right. Cause I have friends in all spaces and, uh, they've all done it and it really gets you fucking nowhere. And so, you know, being able to be in the best physical shape possible, you're able to have and take control of those habits and you're able to have a better mindset, a better outlook of, of, of life and be able to be, have more mental clarity and understand that when you stop to, when you start to decrease, not saying cold turkey at the very beginning, but like start to decrease those spices and those habits, the alcohol, the cigarettes, the weed or whatever it is, when you start to decrease that and you start to continuously go all in on you and being the best version of you, um, through physical fitness, you will start to actually pick up and realize how much better physically and mentally and emotionally you're, you're, you're actually feeling, right? Because you'll be to be able to be more connected, not only with yourself, but with people, with those around you, right? Because the most important thing is to be the, like your people around you that you surround yourself with, they deserve the best fucking you at all times. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there should be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They deserve that have you at their best because you never know when they might fucking need you. Okay. And especially for those that are parents that are fucking overweight, that have bad habits, that continuously pass that shit on to their children. You're, you're, you're setting them up for fucking failure. And I don't fucking appreciate it. I know a lot of other people don't appreciate it. I know they don't appreciate it, but they don't fucking know any better because they're fucking children. Right. And one of the other, um, um, one of the other really key things that I've, Heard within the past year from Ed Milet. I don't know if you uh, heard who that 
uh, man is, but man, that dude's a incredible human being, but a world renowned speaker. And one of the things that, that resonated with me so much, even though I, you know, I don't have, I don't have children, but I have a lot of friends that do. And he said that they're, you know, your children um, get, um, <coughs> your, your children are lessons that they learn are caught, not taught. And so that, that phrase in and of itself uh, resonates not only just with like children too, but for, for just regular people, people that are just so conditioned with doing the normal thing and thinking that, you know, what they're doing is okay, that they'll eventually get the thing that they want. And that's not the case. You have to literally, you know, kill the old you and be able to build from that person into the person you want. And that nothing that you'll never get there if you don't one ever fucking start and two actually have a clear, concise, um, uh, vision and purpose. Because if you don't have a fucking purpose, then your vision will never be aligned with either or. And so, um, yeah, man, I just, I don't know. I know I went on a little bit of a rant there, but just like, uh, yeah, dude, it just, it's all good. It's fucking, sometimes, man, it's just fucking frustrating because I, I see the good in people. Like I see the good in me that I kept away for so long that so many other, like other mentors of mine that, you know, really good friends of mine that do really well for themselves in the, in the, in the, their, their own businesses and stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, I have to, I have to give them credit for it because, you know, they saw something in me that I could be something uh, of something. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, well, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. But it's like, I've never heard that from a third party person to where it's like, they don't really know me, but it's like, they believed in me. So it's just like, why the fuck am I not believing in myself? And so that kind of goes back to the very beginning when I said, you know, the self-belief issue and really it all comes down to the personal development, right? Because it's like, you'll, you'll never surpass your, your, the success you make will never surpass the amount of personal development you have. You know, my, my, my personal coach, Wes Watson, he, he's told me that. And so, and that's true, right? Because it's like, you'll never surpass your, your level of personal development. And uh, that's why it's so important to be able to surround yourself with, good quality people and fucking hire and spend your money on not stupid shit, but spend your money on mentorship and, 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 uh, and, um, and coaches that have gone through the same thing that you've gone through and be able to reciprocate that and be able to take what you've learned that that's changed your life and be able to give that back to somebody else. You know, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a continuous cycle and that's how it should be. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's just the way I think of it, man. Well, do you mind if I ask you a personal question or an uncomfortable question? No, you're good, bro. Go ahead. Do you think your friend's death um, puts you the catalyst or the vessel to help other people in the military to get their lives back? Because you know exactly what's, what goes on in their heads. It's like you said, a lot of people, they have the emotion. It's not there, but they don't want to fucking talk about it. And to be somebody that knows exactly what's going on and has the balls to talk about it, but knows the path. Like you said, if you can just get back to the gym, just get in the gym. It's like step zero, puts you right back to starts building the building blocks to get to where you need to go. You think that might have been, uh, Oh man, 100%. Like without a shadow of a doubt, like that is the reason of why I'm here today. Like I, 
I I knew growing up, I wanted to be of service, right? Now, obviously, part of that was a short portion of that was military service, okay? Well, there's many ways to serve in in life, and so not just military or law enforcement, but um, but that situation, yeah, man, that that fucking that put me over the edge, really, of like, all right, like I I fucking need to do something because I took all those emotions and uh, the way I was thinking and thoughts and all that shit, and I just like. I kind of just threw it up in the fucking air and I just started fucking taking it out one by one of like the, 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 the issues that I was dealing with personally. And mind you, I did this all fucking alone. I didn't fucking remember when I told you, like I, I didn't talk to nobody about it. I just fucking dealt with it. And the amount of like, and now I'm thinking about it because I never, I've obviously never really talked about it as much until up until like, you know, four or five months ago when I started to be really present online and starting my business and stuff. Um, but, um, up until then, man, I never fucking spoke one word of it. I just kind of went on every day with, you know, just move on. Right. And, uh, but now thinking of it really, it's just like that, that was like, kind of like I mentioned earlier, that was the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. And, uh, no matter how hard it might be for some other person, some other veteran out there that's dealt with the same thing, if worse, you know, a shitty fucking deployment, you lose your best friend. Like I've fucking heard it all. And, uh, it, None of it gets fucking easy, man. Like, yeah. Do you think it, what gets lost in translation? Everybody thinks it's supposed to get easy instead of just no. It's not supposed to get easy. You're supposed to find ways to manage how to get how to accept it. Um, excuse me. Uh, no, but I think, uh, acceptance is like one of like the biggest acceptance is one of the biggest things you have to have. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to accept it for what it is. And you have a choice to make. Are you going to allow that situation? Are you going to allow that, you know, really heavy uh, negative however you want to put it uh, phone call because you've obviously expressed and shared life together with that person right you've experienced some really shitty things probably especially talking with the military guys you've expect um, experience you know you're you're fucking family right and so yeah it it hits different on a different scale than like your personal family, right? Because you, you share a bond with somebody that at one point you had no idea who this person was mm-hmm. and they're probably grew up in freaking somewhere in Nebraska. You know what I mean? And right. so that bond you create with those individuals and those people and your brothers and your, in your, in your family, like, man, it, it's tough. Like there's no fucking easy answer, but, I can tell you what, it's just like being able to, I don't know why it's hard for me to answer this question. It's just stop fucking thinking and just do, you know what I mean? Like I hesitation and procrastination of like those things will only just add and build onto more issues going further. Like 
the longer you let it linger, the longer you allow that, that shit, you keep pressing down. Eventually it will come up Mm. eventually. And excuse me. And, uh, you don't want it to all come out at once because you don't know how you're going to handle it. You don't know if you're going to be a complete fucking wreck. You don't know if you're going to go fucking drink and drive and fucking kill somebody. You don't know if you're going to fucking go and grab a gun and go fucking shoot yourself. You don't know if you're going to fucking, uh, you don't know what you're going to do because you fucking mm. never dealt with it. You never, you know, taken those experiences and, and actually see them for what they are and, and deal with them, like actually deal with them. And, uh, you know, it, for me, like, I remember waking up when I was going through it. I remember waking up like random parts of the night and I would just fucking just wake up fucking crying. And I would go to the fucking corner of my apartment and I just would fucking just sit there and just fucking ball my eyes out. And, uh, as much as that would feel good, right. To, to release some of those emotions, it's okay to, to feel that certain way. Right. But like as, as men and for women, we, we all hold this fucking invisible fucking shield and ego that's fucking a hundred layers thick. And so, like, every time those things pop up, you got to fucking chip away at it. And eventually, mm. the more and more you do it, the more chip, you chipping you do, the eventually you will start to fucking see light through the cracks. Mm. And so, when, and it's an everyday process. You can't just, like, wake up fucking one day, just uh, magically just get it out of your head, just, you're going to be okay. No, man, it's going to fucking take, uh, every person's different, but it's going to take fucking time. It'll probably take fucking years, depending on how long they've held on to it, right? It took me almost an, I would say eight months to really just physically actually deal with it. And those, those months were fucking terrible. But every single day I woke up and did the same shit over and over and over and over and over again. As I was doing those things, I would go to the fucking gym instead of going and having those thoughts of, man, I just, I really just want to fucking drink right now. I really just want to fucking drink. I really just want to fucking smoke weed. I really just want to fucking smoke cigarettes. I really want to do all these things that I know I shouldn't be doing. And so I just fucking went to the gym. And so sometimes, man, I would be, I would be fucking be there three times a fucking day. Well, good. Thank, thank God it's fucking open 24 seven. Right. right. And so, and even if I just go there for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or four fucking hours, like I've done, like it's, it's not allowing myself to get to that certain point in my life of feeling like shit because it's a shitty feeling, right? You feel sorry for yourself. You're thinking that you could have fucking done something or said something, or maybe you should have went and fucking, you know, kept in touch or especially for those that have separated and then things happen in those instances, like, like all those, all those fucking thoughts you have in your, in your fucking head, you're just kind of playing it all back and they're all fucking coming at you at once. And you just get over fucking whelmed and then you just fucking go immediately back to the quickest vice you can, which is most majority of the people it's fucking drop drinking. Mm-hmm. It's, it's accessible to everybody. I mean, there's a fucking gas station that sells liquor within 0.2 miles of every fucking neighborhood in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's designed that way for a fucking reason. And so when things are made so easy to, to have and to, and to go and do, like, yeah, of course people are going to go fucking do it because it's fucking convenient. Well, I'll tell you what was not fucking convenient. It's fucking resent, resenting those things, those vices and those, those fucking habits 
that have put you in the exact same place that you fucking look at yourself in the mirror and you're fucking disgusted at, right? And it it's it, it just comes down to do you really want to fucking like do you really want to continue living that way? And I was fucking sick of it, dude. I just was tired of it. I was like, man, I'm fucking I'm on this fucking earth for a goddamn reason. And I need to fucking make I need to fucking make sure damn well that every single fucking day from here on Oh, no. That I'm fucking being 1% better with that. That's my one thing I tell myself every single day. It's like 1% better today, not as good as tomorrow. And it's just that little thing, that little fucking like minuscule fucking win that I tell myself. And then I have to fucking put in in work for it. You know, like I wake up early as shit and I go to the fucking gym before work. And that gives me the opportunity to work on myself and be the best version of myself and to not break character and to keep the word to myself and to actually do the things that I tell myself I'm going to fucking do. I do that over and over and over and over again. And yeah, for some people like, man, that's, that gets boring after a while. Well, well, you know, what's fucking not boring is fucking actually being able to wake up with so much clarity and being complete control of your fucking life and look at yourself in the fucking mirror and say, yeah, I fucking did that. Or I, I like, I, and that motherfucker that mm. I look up to. Like, I'm that fucking person that I fucking admire. And uh, everyone has those thoughts and those visions that they see themselves with of their best version of themselves. But every time they go and fucking try it, they go change and do it, they realize that the timeline is never going to fit what they think or what they think it might be. Like, well, yeah, no shit. You know, your, your, your next level up is never going to fit your fucking timeline or your pocketbook. Like, it doesn't no matter fucking mm. how much money you have or, or what problem you might have or, or whatever the case may be. Like, it, it's never going to fit. It's never going to be convenient for you. And that's the thing you have to understand. It's just like you, you have to be able to just have the ability to say fucking no to those things that are keeping you away from being the best version of you. There's too many times where I've too many fucking phone calls that I've had from friends that get fucking divorced because the lack of fucking communication and the lack of trust and the shitty fucking habits and knowing that they have a fucking problem, but they're not willing to find the fucking solution when it's right there in front of them, staring at them in the face. Because when they look in the mirror, it's not that you, the mirror is not a fucking window. It's Your life is a mirror, not a window, is what I was trying to say. Mm. When you really start to see yourself for what you are, you will begin to understand that, you know, you really aren't where you want to fucking be. Mm. And it's a hard pill to swallow because it's like, at the end of the day, like, you, you can't blame anybody else. You can't fucking point fingers. You can't point fingers at your wife. You can't point fingers at your husband. You can't point fingers at your fucking children. Like, that shit's on you. It's like, yeah, you volunteered to serve your country. You volunteered to go and do those certain deployments. You volunteered to go and do these things. And granted, it's not your fucking fault, right? And those experiences and those traumas and whatever else you might have gone through, it's not your fucking fault. 
and everyone is just so quick with like just taking it all all on them, right? It's like it's all their responsibility, right? Okay, okay. How's that going for you, man? How how is how is taking all that responsibility and all that grief and all that fucking pain? How's that treating you mm. when you're 50 fucking pounds overweight, alcoholic that fucking smokes weed that looks like shit? Hasn't shaved your face in fucking six months? Hasn't gotten a goddamn haircut in four months? It's like, what example are you setting for your children that you have? What example are you setting for your fucking self? Like, how do you really enjoy someone looking at you that's fit as fuck? that knows what it takes to get to where they are and they look at you and you get all fucking butthurt by the looks and the, 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 the comments and all that shit. And you get upset from them. It's like, motherfucker, that's on you. Like, you chose to do that. You Ooh. chose to fucking eat at fucking one o'clock in the morning for six months, fucking straight and adding fucking three, four or five fucking pounds a week on by eating those fucking Twinkies or those fucking, you know, Whatever it is at night, trying to sneak it in there when no one's fucking watching. Right. It's like the only person that's fucking watching is you. You know exactly what you're fucking doing. Right. And not just one tw- Twinkie. Don't lie to me, motherfucker. You snuck no, that whole no, box it's, in, dude. It's, and, it's, and it's way fucking more than that, too. Yeah. Well, that's just like a small, like, fucking little example because I've fucking done that, man. Like, fuck, dude. I'd wake up. T- I fucking love ice cream. All right. I fuck we, it. I'm a fat We've all done it, man. We've all done and it. Like, I would go, I would, dude, I would literally have a giant tub of ice cream and there's nothing that will stop me from eating that entire thing. Yeah. I'll eat the whole fucking thing. Yeah. And, and you know what? I'll be like, man, I feel like shit. And the next morning, I feel like complete shit. And it's just like, fuck, now I got to fucking restart all over again because that one time that I fucking was like, say, fuck it. And then I got to fucking rework to do the whole thing over again. And that's like mm-hmm. the thing that people just like don't realize, especially like when it comes to like your fitness and you like you've let yourself go for you know for a long time and you haven't been to the gym, you haven't actually worked on yourself, you haven't actually like you know led by an example of what you really want in your life, and you start to try those things. There's a reason why four to six weeks of starting something difficult or something new, ninety nine fucking percent of people quit especially when it comes to their fitness, right? Because they allow themselves for whether it's three months to fucking 30 years of just the same routine shit that has put them in the place that they are today and actually being able to like say, fuck man, like I, I need to make a change. And it doesn't fucking matter if you're fucking 18 years old, just fresh out of high school and your fucking parents are fat as fuck and you Followed suit because you didn't fucking know any better. And then, or if you're fucking 80 years old and you're just now starting to fucking take a grip on your life, you're fucking retired. You want to actually fucking live longer and you're realizing that life's short because all your friends that you've grown up with are dead because they fucking have shitty ass habits. And here you are left alone trying to fucking figure out fucking life. And it's like you have every fucking opportunity to fucking make a change every single day. You have an opportunity to do so, but no one wants to fucking do it because they realize how long it fucking takes to get there. And then you have fucking people that have the audacity to talk shit on somebody who's fit as fuck on social media by putting all their fucking blame and all their fucking projection that they have feeling towards themselves, towards other people, when they don't even fucking realize how long it took that motherfucker to get where they're at. It's like Mm -hmm. no one fucking wakes up ripped 
fucking a Spartan with fucking six pack and shit. Like no one, no one wakes up that we all are fucking born the fucking same. Like we all come out the fucking womb the same. And it's like, it's the decisions and the actions and it's the environment and it's the people. And it's all those fucking things that you fucking surround yourself with that once you become of a certain age of 18 to 21 is a crucial fucking time for a, a young adult really because 21 is super young still. I remember I was in fucking deployed in Iraq and I wasn't even 21 yet. So like I get it. Like you're you're just notion to go with the fucking flow. Like I I fucking done it. I've been there. And so like I like the, those those habits and those the that that environment at some in some cases yeah, it's hard to get get away from it. But you have to fucking you have to just fucking isolate yourself and just be able to have the power of saying fucking no for once in your life. Because the being able to have the power to say fucking no to anything is the biggest and most crucial part of your personal development. Because it's like once you start to really start putting these these positive actions and these 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 good habits and and start to take away those bad ones that you've been doing for so long. And once you start putting in fucking work and you start to realize that, holy shit, I'm feeling a lot better. I look a lot better. You know, so-and-so mentioned something that I'm fucking looking better. It's just like that, that those little fucking things, those, those are wins. Like those are little fucking wins that will build up over time. Well, you have to fucking continuously put in the fucking work to do so. And everybody fucking wants to take the easy way. And they want something fucking right here, right fucking now. It's just like, that's not how anything fucking works. Like your life can be taken from you fucking, fucking five minutes from now. You have no idea. You can fucking walk in the street, get hit by a transit bus and you're fucking dead. Like, like what, what do you want to be fucking remembered for? Somebody mm. fucking, who, what do you want to be fucking remembered for? Somebody who fucking allowed their fucking past to dictate their fucking future to fucking be a complete fat fuck. And to be a a person of of shitty fucking habits and someone who never left never lived to their full potential fucking die, and then what? The people around you that you surrounded yourself for all that time are gonna fucking go on with fucking life. Two weeks goes by and they're fucking back to normal. Like let's just be fucking real here. Like like yeah, there's still be grieving grieving stuff going on. But fuck, man, it's just like with anything in the fucking, in the world today, something will last for two, three weeks solid every single fucking day. And eventually it'll just, something else will fucking happen. Something else will distract you. Something else will go on. And then next thing you fucking know, it's six months down the road. It's a year down the road. Anniversary pops up. It's like, oh, fuck. Mm. Like, yeah, so-and-so's gone. And then for a split second, you look at your, you get a, you get a, a slideshow. Uh, a 15 second slideshow of the past year of, of your life and the things that you've done, things you've accomplished that you say you tell yourself you did. And you realize that you were just the exact same spot where you were that exact moment last year. And another one of the biggest things is people need to look at the last 1000 days. What did your last 1000 fucking days look like? Because what you've done in the last 1000 days led you up to today. Mm. So all those fucking habits, all those fucking situations that you're, you're put in, whether it was intentional or not, like you had the past 999 fucking days to fucking correct that. Mm. And you did it. The only person to blame is you. 
And it's so easy for someone to blame a relationship or another fucking person. Like, oh, this person's fucking toxic or whatever the fucking word you want to use. When really the reason why it didn't fucking work out, the reason why you are where you are today is because you're not the fucking best version of you. Like, yeah, the relationship didn't fucking work out. Well, let me tell you something. Why it probably didn't fucking work out. It's probably because you're a piece of shit. It's probably because you don't uh, live up to a certain standard that that person wants to have in their life. Mm. You have to build that individual that you admire and give that fucking person to the world. Mm. You can't just fucking wake up and just assume that things are going to work out and go your fucking way. It doesn't matter how far you go in life. The top fucking people in person development spaces say that exact same thing. They have to fucking work out every single day. That's why they are where they are because they've done it for so long. And mm. it's not a, it's not a, uh, do something really fucking quick and you'll get the easy results. It's no, you got to fucking do it over and over and over and over and over. And when those test days come, it's going to fucking test you. And some days you're going to really fucking test you to where you just want to fucking quit. You want to go back to those fucking vices that once fucking thought that you was serving you. And so what? So if you fucking go and make that decision, okay? So, so if you go and make that decision to go and fucking go back on your word and, and, and go back to that fucking vice that's fucking kept you operating at such a low fucking level and you go and make that choice, okay? So you go and make it and then fucking what? Mm. So you made that mistake once. What'd you fucking learn from it? Did you learn something from it? Did you, did you, did you realize that that probably wasn't a fucking good idea? Are you going to do it again? And you go and do it again. If you do it again, you don't, you didn't fucking learn anything. Mm. And so you, you have chances and opportunities no matter where you are in life to have literally fucking anything. It doesn't fucking matter. It could be fucking money. It could be having that, that fucking business, the relationship, the family, the children, the things that you fucking think, the things that you've brought in your vision board. The writing your journal every day, whatever it is, you can have every single one of those things. But if you don't start working on the, becoming the best version of you, if you don't start taking your physical fitness fucking seriously, then the other things in your life will never be a hundred percent. Obviously, you will never be a hundred percent constantly because you will always have to continuously put in work for it. But just for, just for instance, man, like you get in a fucking car accident and you're fucking overweight. Like, yeah, it's probably the recovery is probably going to be a motherfucker, right? Unless you're dead. Mm. It's probably going to be five times longer than it would for me. You know why? Because I'm physically, I'm physically fit. See, if you were physically fit and not fucking 40, 50, 60 pounds, a hundred pounds overweight and not having to fucking lug yourself around on a fucking wheelchair and continuously tag on those fucking vices and all the other negative shit. And actually start to work on yourself and take that opportunity as a wake up call and start taking control of your fucking life and realize that, you know, I might have been dealt a bad card, but my current circumstance does not mean I have to fucking stay this fucking way. Right. And that's, that's one of the biggest things people have to fucking understand, man. It's just like you have to fucking put in the fucking work. You have to wake up and do it on the days you don't fucking want to. Like, I don't want to fucking wake up at 2.15 every morning to go to the gym before work. I don't fucking enjoy that shit, but I do it anyway because I don't have a fucking choice. 
I don't, it's non-negotiable. It's something that I have to fucking do. And right, just because I wake up that early doesn't mean somebody else has to wake up that fucking early, right? It's what works for me. And yeah, seven o'clock and up is fucking late. Your ass needs to fucking wake up earlier. That's just my opinion. Like, because all that does is linger because if I'm up at this time and you're getting up that time, that's five hours almost damn near of shit that I've fucking done and accomplished. I have checked off half the sheet of, of lists that I need to do for that day within the first five hours. And you're not, you're just now getting up. And then you tell yourself other people and your biggest fucking reason is like, I just don't have the time. It's like, mm. you do have the time. I'm up at two fucking 15 every goddamn morning and I go to the fucking gym. I go take care of that thing and mark off two big check marks off my list for that day. I go and fucking work. I mark another checklist off uh, during the day when I get a chance. If not, then I'll do it as soon as I get home. And then when I'm from 3 o'clock till fucking 10.30, 11.30 at night, <clears throat> I have that entire pretty much three quarters of a day to finish anything else. And sometimes, yeah, it does happen to where I have to push out my fucking workout to the evening time. And I fucking hate doing that. But the most important thing is you just don't fucking miss. You don't allow a inconvenience factor in on your actions and the things you have to fucking non-negotiables you have to do every day. You have to fucking do it. And yeah, people are like, oh, well, how do you fucking start? How do you fucking do it? It's like, do you what? Do you fucking really want to change your life? Do you really want to have those things that you just got done telling me you want to have? Like, do you really want to live a purposeful, driven life? Do you want to actually be in complete control of your life? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, it all starts with fucking you. It all starts with your habits. It all starts with those things that you continuously do every single day that aren't putting you in the direction of the path that you want to go. You say you want to go here, but you're really going here every day. Like there's, there's two roads, a right and a left. You know, you have to go fucking right, but you go left because it's easier because it's less of a fucking, uh, of a hill. It's less of a fucking, uh, it's not as rocky. It's not as, not as steep. Mm. And yet you don't want to challenge yourself. You want to put yourself in that discomfort and being able to actually accomplish and get the things that you want. Like as you progress through your personal development and your physical fitness and anything else in life, and you start climbing your mountain, you're going to hit a plateau. And those plateaus might last a day, a couple days, or even a week or longer. Okay. But that gives enough people the opportunity to turn around and look at what they've just done and accomplished. And you have a choice to make. Mm. Are you going to go back down to the same place that you were? Are you going to go back down to that same low level individual that you were? Or are you going to fucking turn around and look up at the next obstacle you have to fucking take on. Like, it's the mindset game of, do I really fucking want it? Because if anybody wants it bad enough, you're going to fucking do it. Mm. Any entrepreneur, any person in business that's successful, anybody in life in general that has accomplished something fucking great has hit that same spot in life. Multiple times, if not hundreds of fucking times throughout their entire career. 
the one decision that separates them from the rest is them not fucking quitting. They're not allowing that certain situation affect their outcome. They make that difficult fucking choice. And for many people, for majority of people, they're going to continue to live that nine to five clock in clock out life. Mm. And some people might be okay with that. And from someone like me that is operating at a very high level of mental clarity, mental focus, and just seeing the world as it is truly. And I see someone else do that. And I know that they're better than that. And I know that they're worth more and they don't want to fucking do it. It's, it pisses me off. Hmm. Like, like, I don't appreciate it because you're that one, you're that one, you could be that one person that could catapult a hundred or thousands of other people to do the same thing. Like, you are somebody's hero. Somebody in life where you just walk past a stranger, you just walk past a certain family member. Maybe you change your family tree mm. as far as your bad vices, your alcoholism, your drug addiction, whatever it is. You could be that one person that changes that. And it takes everything you got to do mm. it. It's not fucking easy. And there's going to be times where you fail, and you can fail as many times as it fucking takes. What matters is you just don't fucking quit. Without a doubt. Even with the plateaus, man, that's, that's the biggest sign to really cultivate that, um, that mindset. So whenever you're hitting a plateau, like that's, that's where people quit on those plateaus. If you be yeah. that motherfucker that, that doesn't quit, where can you not go? Yeah. And that, that plateau is same thing with, you know, when I kind of said earlier between the four to six weeks, 99% of people quit oh, yeah. because, you know, their plateau could be, you know, different from other people. It could be, you know, a couple of days or it could be a month or three months or a year. And whatever the case may be, they might hit that plateau and it's just like, fuck, you know, I'm just going to go back to doing the normal thing because they're still surrounding themselves in a negative environment. They still haven't changed their environment. Like the environment will always stay the same unless you change it. Right. Like the world and everything else will always be the same, but you are able to change it to where you put yourself at. You can, you can continue to stay where you are or you can choose to move. And it's hard to do that because so many people are afraid to be alone. Mm. Mm. I think that's one of the biggest issues that so many people just in general have is that you're just afraid to be alone. I've been a fuck alone for a long time. I'm a very independent person. I don't need somebody to hold my hand. I don't, I don't need somebody to tell me good job. I, I don't really need much to operate. I'm not like everybody else. I understand that. I know that. And some people might think that's fucking weird. I don't really give a fuck. Mm. But what I do care about is knowing that other people see that. And it pushes them knowing that they can have that same thing, you know, no matter what, whatever it could be or for however they, they look at me towards whether it's someone that I said something that affected them a certain way that maybe I look, look a certain way that, you know, they tell themselves they can do. And, uh, no matter what it is, 
it just people just are fucking afraid, man. And that's it's something that's been so normalized because no one, you know, it's just when it's been indoctrinated for so. Let me stop you here while you're on the topic of afraid, so that way you can like really give a real good answer to this. All right, because this is a question that I did want to ask you. All right. You you have a scar on your stomach that you said you felt like has held you back. Well, that would be fear. Can you just dive into that just a little bit and how that fear has affected you and how you've overcome that? Oh man, that 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 right there, man, is probably one of my was one of my biggest insecurities that I never fully like expressed. Right, like I always like. Obviously, it's there, right? Not everybody fucking notices it because majority of the time, I never really took my shirt off. I never really like looked presentable. Felt like I, you know, looked good enough. And you know th- that it, that scar is it. It's called pyloric stenosis or stenosis, or uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. you have to kind of look at uh, people that listen to this would just have to kind of Google it. But essentially, what happens is my, my dad has the same thing. And I don't know if it's hereditary or if I just so happen to have it or what the case is. I honestly haven't done much research on it, but um, it's something I think I, I had to go under for surgery when I was, I don't know, anywhere, anywhere between three weeks to three months old. When I was like, you know, pretty, pretty new into the world. And uh, uh, essentially what, what it happened is it, it takes out a portion of my abdomen, right? So like, you know, how most people have a, you know, physique, aesthetic looking six pack. Well, I don't have that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has a portion of it to where it only looks like it has like five instead of like, you know, six. Right. And it looks all kind of fucked up and deformed and, and all that type of shit. Well, for, for most of my, my life, especially as a teenager growing up and shit, just like I, it was such a huge fucking insecurity of mine, man. It's just like, I just felt like I was never going to be good enough. I, I was never going to be that fucking top level fucking individual, right? Like if I don't have a fucking just straight edge fucking six pack that, you know, I'm not fucking good enough. And, you know, I, I that, that's the thing, the voice that I told myself for so long right. and up until I eventually for the first time in my fucking life, I dropped my fucking ego and I hired a coach to finally just like, I was just so done of fucking losing. And Dude, he fucking helped me and, and I just dropped my fucking ego. I just fucking did what he said and didn't make any fucking excuses. And, you know, now looking at me and what I've accomplished and what I've fucking done, it's just like, none of that fucking shit even matters, man. Mm-hmm. Like, so fucking what? There's so many people that have deformities mm-hmm. all over their fucking body. It doesn't have to be scars related. It could be something else, but just like everybody, like, like just, assumes that like just to how the way they are the card that they've been dealt in life that they're going to just ride that pony until it fucking ends right they're just going to fucking allow that to be their their reason of why they aren't going to be at their best i i led that to believe that it was that was the reason of why i was never gonna have six pack that was my mindset that's what i would tell people they'd be like bro why don't you fucking work out apps why don't you fucking do this it's like i can't have a six pack that was my excuse it was a cop-out that was my way of telling myself it's like hey Brett, it's okay it's okay man like you ain't gotta fucking put in the extra work you ain't gotta fucking do that but i'll tell you something man i have to work out 10 times fucking harder than anybody else in the fucking gym to have the physique that i have because i have to fucking work out harder because i do have that fucking deformity in my stomach right there's no way that that's gonna fucking just magically go away right i have to fucking work around it 
I have to fucking put in extra work, extra time. I have to be careful of what the foods I put in my body. I have to be careful of other things. If I really truly want to have the results that I want, I have to fucking put in extra work. And then extra work is okay because all that does is show other people that have something similar in their life, no matter if it's the same thing or not, or it could be something completely different, that their deformity, their 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 self-conscious uh, scar or whatever it is that they have you know, attached to their body does not have to be the reason of why they can't fucking have the same thing other people have. It's like, like that's not... The, it's not okay to have a continuous fucking thought of like thinking that you're not fucking good enough. It's mm. like, fuck, man, I, I thought I was never fucking good enough for 10 years. Even in the fucking military, I thought I was never fucking good enough. Mm. Right? Mm. And I, I just continuously used it because i done it for so long, just like a bad habit or a bad fucking crutch or a bad vice. You've done it for so long that it becomes normalized in the way you see yourself and you're like oh i'm good like oh i look good no the fuck you do because when you meet somebody that actually fucking tells you the truth and you actually surround people by someone that holds you accountable and tells you not what you want to hear but tells you what you need to hear right then that puts in the perspective of like oh fuck like i'm really not where i should be really not where i need to be you know and yeah, that 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 scar obviously is gonna fucking live with me for the rest of time, right? But since me and having that transformation of like going from the fucking dude that didn't give a fuck to someone that's fucking shredded in a short amount of time just goes to show that, you know, it's not a big deal. It's only a big deal because you make it. Mm. And once I got that out of my head of like, holy shit, like, I actually, I actually have a fucking six pack, like, holy fuck. And to some people, that might not be a big deal, but holy shit, man. For me, that fucking was everything. Yeah. And that's what gave me even more boost of fucking confidence. That gave me more of a sense of fucking belief into myself of like, if I can fucking do this shit, if I can go come from this to this in this amount of time, that means that I can fucking do the same thing that I've done over the course of time and give that to somebody else so they have the opportunity to feel the same way that I'm feeling, the same feeling that I felt, then what I fucking did, the amount of time and effort that I put into it is fucking worth it. Mm. It's all worth it. That's beautiful. So, yeah. Yeah, it really is that simple, you know. Once once you accomplish one thing, easily like you just start cultivating cultivating a little bit of belief in yourself, and you're like, what else? What else can I do? And that's it. Like easier said than done, always. But it's always one thing. If you can do one thing, you'll find that you can do the other things that you always thought you never could do. And yeah. I get it, man. Fucking self belief is a bitch. It is, yeah. it is a fucking bitch, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, it's like an everyday process. You wake up, like you could master that fucking day, kick the shit out of it. The next yeah. day when you get, it's like, fuck, here comes that self doubt again. Yeah. That's, that's why I tell my fucking clients all the fucking time. 1% better today 
not as good as fucking tomorrow because that doesn't give them the full amount of fucking confidence of saying you're going to fucking actually crush it. It just gives them a self uh, uh, belief of, of, of real, real life shit of like, okay, I just got to do this to stack up another win. I, I woke up on time today. I ate the correct amount of food today. I didn't fucking drink today. Those little fucking things are wins. Right. People, people don't look at them as wins. They don't, they don't, they don't, see them for what they are. Like, I think that's one of the other things that, that, that keeps people at bay and keeps people from their goals is because they're waiting for that big win. They're waiting for the end results. They're waiting for that something that's that they, they see in their, their, their life, that they see in their, their, their future. And they're thinking that, you know, once I get that, then I'll be winning. Right. No, it's the things that you do every single day, those small, minute, mundane fucking things you do every single day that are little, little fucking bitty, bitty wins that you stack every single day. And eventually compounding that over time will become a big win. And so when that happens and you start to realize that you start to understand that and the end result comes that you don't just fucking stop where the end result is. Like that's not the end of the road. That's where you fucking start picking up the shovel and you start fucking paving your own road. It's it's almost like the le uh, the least ch- fulfillment ever. Like you think you're gonna be so fucking fulfilled when you hit that, like with the six packs, ah, uh, because I've been there. Like ah, uh, I'm gonna be fulfilled. But that day comes slowly, and you're like, as soon as you get there, you clearly there's that day where you see, fuck, I got a six pack, and it's like there's no fucking parade, there's no nothing. You're like, oh okay. Well, if that's all it was, I'll just, I can do something else now. Like, what else can I not do? You'll become so fucking undeniable and so unstoppable that you don't know what to fucking do with yourself. Right. And because you have that so, that, that confidence, that clarity, the people around you that saw you bust your fucking ass every single day that talk shit and then will still always have something negative to say. Like, oh, you you remember that one day you, you forgot to do this? Mm-hmm. Remember that one day where you said oh, you were yeah. going to do that, you didn't do that? Oh, Those yeah. little fucking things? Yeah. See, that type of shit ain't going to fucking bother you. Why? Because you know exactly where you started and you are where you are today because of the thing that you did every single day to get there. And yeah, there's always going to be negative people. There's always going to be fucking losers in this life. We have to have losers. Yeah. Because if without losers, there's no winners. Without a doubt. So if they want to be a fucking loser, let them be a fucking loser. And if you get to a certain point where you're so, you're so, you have so much clarity, so much mental focus that you're operating at such a high level that those people don't even register on your fucking radar anymore. That you start to slowly move away and they'll either fall in line or they'll fucking continue to talk shit and they go on to live off their life that they've been doing. Mm. And that's the fucking point. Or most people, I think, that I have witnessed and, and spoken with have the biggest issues with of letting go. Mm. The, being, the ability to say fucking no, right, to certain people. You know, I always tell, I always say this one thing. I don't know if it's really came from anybody, but it's just like the way I see it is, you know, just because you're related doesn't make you family. That's something I've always said because I'm not close with really hardly any of my family members. I've been a lone wolf for my most of my adult life. You know, I'm in touch with, 
you know, a few family members, my dad and whatnot. But like, other than that, man, that's about it. And I'm okay with that. Mm. And the reason why I'm so okay with that is because I cannot physically bring myself down back to a low operating level like they're living. Mm. I, I can't fucking do it. I can't stand it for two seconds because it'll make me come out of character and I can't come out of character because if I come out of character, then my whole fucking day's fucked and it's all on me. Then I have to fucking rebuild and take that as a fucking loss, find a way to make that into a win and then learn from that and to not make that same mistake again right. and not, and having the ability to not come out of character, like that should be everyone's goal is to not come out of character, to not have that one person in your life fucking piss you off. To not have that fucking dickhead that's driving that can't fucking drive to save his life cut you off and piss you off and make you fester or make you pissed off for the rest of your day to where you bring that home to your children, your fucking wife, your husband, whatever the case may be. And so it's being able to have complete control of your emotions in every situation. Now, you're not going to be fucking perfect. I I still get pissed off at fucking drivers that can't drive. Like, fuck, dude, I work construction driving uh, a semi. And there's people that just don't give a shit about what I do, right? They don't care, you know, that they think they can just, they run the fucking road. And the reality is, it's like, I have to understand that, you know, there's only certain things I can control and I can't control their actions, but I can control what I do. And so um, that's one of the biggest things too, that's helped me as well. Um, just throughout this entire process and whatnot. And so it's just, it's been fucking life changing. I know it's going to be life changing for somebody else. I know it can affect somebody else in such a way that, you know, they'll be a better man or woman for it. Fuck yeah, man. And if somebody, you know, listening right now and wants to make that change, where, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, on my, I'm, I'm pretty, pretty active on my Instagram. I do have a Facebook too. I uh, just brett.does.fitness or brett does fitness on IG. Uh, Brett Johnson on, uh, on Facebook, uh, I think I have them two linked. They should be linked together, so you should be able to find me uh, through both. Um, yeah, if anybody want is is you know has been interested or wants to fucking have a conversation with me, you know, it's the link in my bio will just send you a direct link to my DM, and you can just send me a message. And you know, if you want to fucking get on a, on a program, you know, I I offer um, a thirty day, ninety day, six month, a year program, and um, you know, they're all spe- uh, specifically tailored for that individual. Not all the same. None of the programs that I fucking do that I create um, from scratch for that person is perfect. Uh, nothing that, you know, no, there's no perfect program out there. Um, but uh, what there is is a better program, which is better than what they have, which is nothing. So um, being able to uh, start from where you are and see the vision and see the, the, the actions that you take every single day from when you day you start to the day you finish, you'll be able to take that on and add that to the other aspects of your life will be probably the best thing um, possible. Um, and so I guess, I mean, if everybody wants to know kind of what I charge, I can tell it on here or not. Don't matter to me. So yeah, if you want to try, tell them, go ahead and then. Yeah. Uh, so for 30 days, it's uh, uh, two ninety nine. uh, 90 days or three months, 750, uh, six months is 1299 and, and 12 months or a year is a uh, 2000. And, you know, you get a specific, uh, you get 
excuse me, you get a customized training program uh, designed specifically for you. You have 24-7 access to me via the training app. Uh, you get a custom set amount of macros um, tailored to you specifically on what your goals and where you are currently because everyone is different. Um, you have a one-on-one uh, uh, call with me every single week to um, answer any questions. Uh, like I said, you have 24-7 access to me. You can message me at any point in any given time if you have any issues with anything else. Um, you have there, um, you know, kind of with what I've said in the beginning, you know, I not only just, um, just do the coaching thing. I do, or do the fitness coaching. You know, I, I, I help you drop those vices. I help you, um, lean out of those, um, the alcohol, the, the drugs, whatever that thing is that's keeping you from porn, whatever it is that's keeping you from being operating at the highest level possible. I help you with all of those things. And, the very first start of it is your physical fitness because I promise you if I can change my fucking life and if I've done the things that I've done and lose the weight and and lose the bad vices and, and operate at a higher level than where I'm at now, you can do the fucking same. You have to fucking put in the work. I will give you every single tool that you need possible and take out 90 fucking percent of the guesswork to where all you have to do is just put in the fucking work and don't miss you know, I hold all my coaches or excuse me, all my clients um, accountable. Um, like I mentioned earlier, um, I can't force anybody to, to change, but I'm damn well going to fucking make sure they get to where they want to be. Mm. And you also have one-to-one, one-to-ones on them to where they can just talk to you about anything. Yeah, one-to-one. Uh, and then um, I, I plan on here in the future um, as it kind of grows and gets bigger to have like a community and a group so that all of them kind of get together and they all kind of be able to have a conversation. We all talk on the same platform. Um, but yeah, for, for, for right now it's, it's, it's one-on-one and uh, you know, I'm always uh, um, I, I want to help anybody. Uh, it doesn't, have, doesn't necessarily have to be for anyone that's a veteran. I definitely do think that there's a definitely, definitely big need for veterans that do need it, that are lost in life, that are do not have, you know, a sense of purpose uh, right now uh, that do need it. And, you know, the biggest thing you can, the best thing you could ever do for yourself is investment, invest in you. Mm. You know, uh, it's the, it's the, the best decision you could possibly ever make is to, is to get a coach or get a mentor or get someone that aligns with you and, uh, um, you know, jump on their programs, something that's obviously helped them to get to where they are and knowing that you can be able to do the same. You just have to put in the fucking work. Without a doubt. What's next for you, man? Oh, man, I just, uh, you know, not fucking miss and continue to fucking show up, bro. And fucking miss. And just provide as much fucking value and just help as many people as I fucking can, you know? You know, life's so fucking short. Who knows how long my timeline is? No one fucking knows. I don't really want to know, but the most important thing is just me showing up every single fucking day, not coming out of character, and just presenting myself at my best every single day. Love it, man. Appreciate you coming on, brother. It's been fantastic. Hey, hey man, fantastic I, 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 I greatly appreciate the opportunity, man, and uh, I wish nothing but the best for you. And, uh, yeah, man, if, if anybody that resonated from this at all, just I just want to say thank you for listening and, and to just fucking reach out to me. Like, talk to me. Like, I, I want to fucking help you. So. You heard the man. Pay you guys' respect. Thanks, guys.